2: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage the 20 minute times Melly, jamie and stephen Second year in a row, I get booed onto my <laughs> fucking podcast. Absolutely unbelievable. Hey, we are the 20 Minute Tims. Everyone knows that by now. I am Jamie. These are my podcast life mates, Melly. Yes. And Melly. Come on, folks. Come on. In fact, give me one as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Unfucking unbelievable. And Stephen. Who's most? Um, We've got a projector, we've got videos, we've got sound, we've got absolutely everything covered. But before we begin, uh, I just think it's been a difficult year and we just need to take a moment for the Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Queen.
0: Seedy little men making (laughs) seedy little jokes.
1: I did, I ran that joke by two girls and they both said, don't do it. (laughs) Did it anyway. Too late. Too late. Listen guys, Disappointing season for Celtic. Um, never picked up as many points as we wanted to if we just look at the league table there. Oh, <laughs> <whoa>. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's the... That's a league getting. <laughs> Unfortunately, you get zero trophies uh, for coming top of that one. This is the one you want to come to the top of. Yay. Just like that. Uh, it's, been a long, one of cells, it's been a long season. I think it's only right that we just remind ourselves how the season went.
0: Even Welsh has done well to get in there, hasn't he?
1: <laughs> He's scored the, the first goal of the season. Gets in the. Middle. I mean, the challenge after last season, boys, was how do you top it? How do you top the. We all sat here last year, amazed. Now, a few things happened last year that helped this particular show along its way. Who, who Was into here last year? There you go. So you remember Rangers' unfortunate event that really propelled this live show and something that really didn't deserve to be. It really helped us.
0: I think this is two years in a row we've had the riskiest time imaginable because last year was two days after they could have been Europa League champions. Yes. They didn't win it, of course. And this year, had we not had the cup
1: final, we might have been sitting here managerless. I know. Just don't really check Twitter. Bad timing.
0: Book it we- for the cup final weekend, they said. What could go wrong?
1: <laughs> but we managed to top it, Melly.
2: Yeah, it was great. I've well said, well, we all heard that Andrew's second season was going to be special. It's been special everywhere else and you kind of expect it to get a bit better. But last season was so good and then we were so consistent this year. But we, we carried on that form from the end of the January right through to the end of the season into this season. Seen, some of the football was the best I've seen at Celtic for a long, long time, possibly ever. And You just learn to love and gr- this team's growing and growing and then uh, we win the league. Canter?
1: <laughs> I think I think uh, we can applaud that if you want. So, <laughs> I, I think the main takeaway, Stephen, this this season is that the football has been absolutely tremendous. It's and just taking us to another level. I mean, it, you could kind of expect it. Last year was the rebuild. This year was maybe the first year of what we could possibly expect for the manager, and he has catapulted the side just onto a different stratosphere. Really. Oh yeah. I mean, how could you possibly ex-
0: better last season? Last season was a a tricky one, and it was started really badly. And got better and better as it went on, and eventually won the league out of nowhere. Really, had been underdogs, but this season you start as underdogs always, anyway, oh, because do, yeah. of the, the press and all that. But I've got, to, I've got some
1: material. Good, good,
0: <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, to to have gone and bettered that was extraordinary, really. Chasing records, could win a treble, of course, mm. don't want to speak too soon all that, but it's this weekend, could win a treble, it's been an incredible season, again, very difficult to find fault
1: with it, apart from after the league was already won, but who cares? I think what happens, Melly, is no matter how good a season Celtic have the season before, they kind of always start from like, second best, they're always questioned, and Ange sort of thrives under that environment, doesn't he? Yeah he does in,
2: in this country it's different from everywhere else it's usually the champions are the favourites <laughs> to go on but everywhere else it's <laughs> something different Who, uh, the new manager whoever it's going to be or once Rangers don't have Europe and all that they'll mm-hmm. put in this better challenge and Celtic just go about their business and do the talking on the pitch. It's, it's quite nice sitting here knowing your football team's not out there or players or ex-players are out there saying we're going to do this, we're going to do that. They do it on the pitch where it matters and that's what Celtic go about, their business. They've done it for years, every single season we come into this, second favourites despite now winning 11 out of 12 titles. <laughs>
1: that, that. For the second year in a row that's my mum waving at me. <laughs> <laughs> come, on, come on. Tradition now. I know it's tradition now. It's remarkable, actually, how well Celtic do. And as you say, because we've got an esteemed press in this country that go back years and decades, and they've been talking about football a lot longer than we have. So you, you really take your lead from them. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> Guy's been in the game 70 years, old Hugh. And you think, well, maybe it's a one-off. <laughs> no, Um I, that, that's just Clyde Super Scoreboard that everyone knows. There's also the Daily Record, the, <laughs> the worst dressed man His I clothes. think I've ever seen. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what he's wearing. Um, and I honestly, save the best for last. It's there's a caption for this one that I love the most. <laughs> current Hearts player tipping <laughs> Rangers to win the league? I mean, what other, what other league would you no. possibly have that in? Would you have, for example, a current Liverpool player going, oh, I really fancy Chelsea this year? Yeah, I like it, <laughs> Are you Just as far off it. So, the, the format this is going to take is we're going to just, the first 45 or so, because we ran massively over last time, is going to be like a wee talk about the season, that podcast, the one you know and love, the one you're used to, and then the second half we're going to have bold predictions, we're going to have uh, awards and what else Stephen the most prestigious
0: else. awards in Scottish football the most football, prestigious awards
1: say. in Scottish football 20 minute 10 awards and the bold predictions so another highlight of this season mainly um, I think was the Champions League it's it's the place that we need to be as as Celtic as a football club and it's the place we want to be as fans
2: yeah we had five years out and it felt like a long time those qualifiers really killed us a lot of the time uh, so it was glad that we could avoid that and that's why winning the league last year was so imperative and it's just when we won the league that last day of the season, when you play the Champions League theme and you remember, we're going to be in with the big boys. It's where we're meant to be. It's what I grew up on at Celtic. When I was younger, my dad would always tell me about the European nights and going up against these greats. And then, because my dad worked a Saturday, we'd go to the European games during the week. So this is what Celtic's all about for me, competing on the big stage, going up against these guys. And, we always dream as Celtic fans that like the one team we've not had is Real Madrid, and then we finally got them. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was brilliant to be back on that stage, because that's where you want to test yourself up against the best.
1: That was the chat, wasn't it, for years and years and years, Stephen? We want Real Madrid, we want to get Real Madrid, and we, we got them this year. we
2: would never played Real Madrid in our lifetimes, which
0: is more than 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. Okay. Factual. Uh, but that was there was a huge build-up to that, and for obvious reasons, hadn't been in the Champions League for ages. hadn't played Real Madrid in over 40 years, and there was a a bit of expectation going into that. You know, the Champions League as a whole, I thought was all right. I mean, mm. it's, it's hard to call it an outright.
1: Listen, you failure. don't want to be too snobby about no. it because the, the Champions League, you know, is not for everyone.
0: No, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> could be worse you could be literally the worst team yeah. in Champions League history
1: you don't want to turn your nose up yeah. in Champions League results it's just honestly one of the best things I saw all season and this genuinely belongs in the Scottish Football Museum right Alan <laughs> Hutton's right. combined Rangers and Liverpool eleven. right we'll just we'll just run through this right some questions <laughs> this was real right we'll just run, we'll run through this right now Stephen you, Melly you can help me out with the the Liverpool players here right so in goal he's got McGregor, right? <laughs> now every time Alan McGregor went down to save a shot, it was like watching the second tower collapse this year. <laughs> it was fucking ages ago. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. <laughs> but who, who, who instead? Of- right.
0: Okay. So instead of Champions League winning, um, Premier League winning, seventy odd caps for Brazil, yep. Alison Becker. Yeah. It's Alan McGregor
2: Fair enough
1: yeah. uh, Right back uh,
2: Alexander-Arnold One of oh. the best Deliverers
1: Most assists Nah mate uh, Tavenier um, <laughs> <laughs> Left back
0: Probably Andrew Robertson Barisic. Again uh,
1: <laughs> No Barisic And then you know He's got Kolach up front With Morelos And obviously Ryan Kent And, and the, the result in that game <laughs> <laughs> Mo Salah Did he make that team I don't think did he I don't want. I to was in it. He was in was it. Was he? I don't know. I Firmino wasn't. Ah, Firmino wasn't. Um, but anyway, back to Celtic. Never Champions League group. Looking back, when when I saw the group, I thought, you know, we've we've got a chance here. We might be able to squeak through. But but <laughs> somebody sniggered. <laughs> but you're looking at it now, and you think that's a tough, tough ask. Uh,
0: yeah. To be honest, should have got Shakhtar both times. Mm, to be honest, should yeah. have beaten Shakhtar. I've seen that back, and the amount of chances created was unbelievable. Like Gigi. No longer with us. Rest in peace. Good, good night, sweet prince Jacky But he he missed an absolute setter in one of them.
1: Do you still think Juranovic should have wiped out Madrid? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. No, it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. Easier said it's than done dollar. because that that you. For anyone who doesn't remember, Moodrick's running clean through, Juranovic has a chance to take him out and it leads to a goal. But you're on the razor's edge there of either saving the game for Celtic or looking the biggest twat in the stadium and getting sent off and all that. So, I love that people just go, stick a foot in. Uh, it's like, it's like, I'll have that ball, thanks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do. I, I wish, looking back, he'd, he'd done it. Alistair Johnson would never have stood for that. Never. Never have stood for it. Never. So so I, we should have beaten them home and away Real Madrid was brilliant at home to be honest, I know the result wasn't exactly great, 3-0, but the way that game played out there was a chance again, Jackie Marquez, a chance very early on, he didn't know he was clean through so he didn't know He it was Militao who had the biggest reaction to a cr- cheer from the crowd I've ever seen the Champions League theme plays over the tannoy and the crowd erupts and Militao kind of looks around him <laughs> I've never heard them like that but he falls, and Jackie Mackey doesn't know he's fallen. He's still holding him off while he's on the deck, and he plays it back to the edge of the box. So there was chances. C- Callum McGregor hit the post. Chances are we might have just angered him. Do you remember that PSG game?
2: Oh, yes. Dembele
0: scored in the first minute, and it was 7-1. <laughs> that might have happened, but we'll never know, so we can sit and speculate to our heart's content here. It was a, it was a good performance. I thought we could have, could have done better, but it's Real Madrid, isn't it? Best, the, the, the literal European champions at the time.
1: It was a tough. Ask. Melly, the story of the the Champions League thing was, I think, for me, we acquitted ourselves well, but we missed a lot of chances. And you were at a coaching conference recently with Ange, and he was sort of speaking a bit about that.
2: Yeah, he was. He, he was showing clips of it, and he showed like, missing the chances, and said that was a story of our Champions League. And, uh, it's close but no cigar in the Champions League you're going to get punished if you don't take your chances and unfortunately Celtic didn't do that the first game against Real Madrid 0-0 at half time then the second half they ramped up but it was the games in between that because we started Real and finished with Real so it was those four games in between that Celtic had to try and go and get something in the, the Shakhtar game where we drew one each away from home we should have been we should have been 2 nil up before they scored and there's not much you can do against Mudrich. there. Uh, Leipzig game where Joe Hart passes it straight through them. <laughs> just We got ourselves, well, they had that goal disallowed and then from the resulting free kick Joe Hart passed it straight to the guy and he scored. So we got, I was still, I was at the game and I was still celebrating the fact that the goal had been chopped <laughs> off, turned round and it's in the back of the net again. So uh, it was just those wee fine margins, but as well, Carl Starfield didn't play in any of the games up until the Real Madrid game in the last game. We'd never had Carter Vickers, McGregor and Kyogo. Kyogo was
0: injured going into one of the Shakhtar games as well. Yeah. He,
2: he wasn't fit to start because he got injured against Rangers
0: the previous game. Yeah. Was
2: that Real Madrid, actually? Real Madrid, he no. didn't start. So I think the, for a couple of games it was Jack and up front. But Celtic are the best when they've got Cameron Carter Vickers, Cal McGregor and Kyogo. And they never started together in any game for Celtic. And for Celtic, a team like Celtic to be missing one of their three top players, sometimes two of them, it just wasn't going to go. I mean... uh, That's our story, and we're sticking to it. would have been much better, basically. We had uh, Jens Jens and uh, Welsh in defence for some of the games, and Oliver Abelgaard played in the Leipzig (laughs) game as well. (laughs)
0: How did he get in there?
2: How did we end up mentioning him tonight? This is the the warmest room I've ever been in. (laughs)
1: I'm just getting shinier and shinier as the day goes. I'm sitting here beat root. I know what it's like. Uh, you must be roasting that. Oh, I... i tell you what, there's no many men that can pull off double denim. <laughs> Melly, just Meli and Jota. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the players that excelled in the Champions League and one of the players that we wanted to talk about uh, for that exact reason was this guy. There we go. Rio Hotate. Against Real Madrid, he did not look out of place. Nope. Remember that pass he hit? That first oh, time yeah. volleyed
0: pass? Everyone remembers that pass. Very little else. I can't remember anything else about that game, but that, that pass was an absolute cracker. But no, he didn't look out of place at all. He was a tremendous player. It was that from that point on, when you we had something something pretty special with Hatati. he's maybe dipped off a little bit in terms of injury towards the end of the season, but what a, what a season he's had. Really, in, in there with several. I mean, it's good to having several players who could have been up for player of the year. Hatati's no different. He was absolutely incredible this year.
2: I love him. I just watch him. Love yeah. watching him play football. It's a lot of players come and go at Celtic, but there's some players you just think you've got something special. And we've seen it when he first came in. There was goals against Hearts and then Rangers, but this season he's up to. He struggled a bit towards the end of last season, but this season he's just a joy to watch. Some of the ways he can protect the ball, turn and ping those passes. It's brilliant. He adds goals to his game. He's just a class act that I can imagine no matter who's manager of Celtic no matter what team he goes to he'll be a
1: good player and I'm so glad we get to watch him. I mean it's unbelievable that he's been playing sort of professional football for such a short period of time and he's producing these performances in in the Champions League.
2: Yeah, they do it differently over there, but it seems to be working, and we see it with Kyogo as well coming later on in his career, but these guys have come over. Some of them haven't been great, but Hitati, Kyogo, and my have been brilliant, and Hitati out of them all is the one guy you think, do you know what, he could go on to do something. We obviously don't want that, but I think if he went down south for a different league, he'd probably be even better playing with better players, but I think he's Should one he of... in
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> you might hear you say that. <laughs> a
2: manager's going to all, so... <laughs> But <laughs> that's the position Celtic you're ruining event. the podcast Who <laughs> that, oh, that. <laughs> But th- these guys are just this is what we want from Celtic we want them to be playing at the highest level and showing what they can do and that's what they're doing at Celtic if they weren't getting interested but because they aren't playing well for Celtic or people don't think they're good enough this guy's more than good enough
1: Stephen anyone else that deserves an honourable mention now bear in mind I've got no other slides lined up So they be <laughs> be, <laughs> be smash if you just stuck to Hattati
0: uh, Cameron Carter Vickers of yeah. course Cameron Carter Vickers what former a uh,
1: 20 minute Tims player of the year last year Cameron Carter Vickers
0: could he do the repeat we'll find out later stick around <laughs> uh, No, excellent I, another guy who absolutely, absolutely did not look out of place whatsoever he nothing phases him no 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 he can play basically any level he, he fancies really and we're just lucky that he's chosen Celtic at this stage he, He's one of he those, to go over spurs, didn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Maybe Spurs won't take right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's maybe one of those guys that could stick around its healthy because he's had a few bites at England now. He's got that kind of mid-20s phase. So he might be quite lucky in that English teams have probably made their mind up on him, but he had about seven or eight loans or something mad like that in England and no one really took a punt on him for whatever reason. So he falls into that kind of category of... Guys we picked up over the years like Scott Sinclair, Chris Sutton, guys who have maybe been on the way in a wee bit in England and we've given them a chance and he's just run with it. What a what a player again. So, I he's... I mean, I, I dread to think where we would be without Cameron Carrick-Vickers, to be honest. The best defender I've seen at Celtic in my lifetime, to be honest. I I appreciate the fan Dyke. Some agreement, some agreement amongst... Uh, that's it. Good, good. It's um, always good when you get a wee bit of feedback, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, I mean, Van Dyke's obviously incredible, but as far as that two-year period at Celtic goes, Cameron Carter-Vickers versus Van Dijk, only one winner for me.
1: Really, what, do, what what's your overall thoughts on, on the Champions League for Celtic? What do you think we probably need to do next year to push on? Uh,
2: it's, just, it's difficult. <laughs> Someone said win.
1: Yeah. <laughs> win more, win, Celt- win the- more football matches. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that that's it. We've seen uh, this Celtic team with... When they got to that second half of the season last year and they beat Rangers, they'd they'd done everything. They could beat teams in the last minute. They could scalp teams. And then when they beat Rangers, it sort of gave us that belief that we'll be good in this league. And I think a lot of things in football and at this level, it's about being able to picture doing it. So when guys score big goals, then it becomes easier for them. I think if Celtic can get that first win, I think things will become so much easier for them, because you can imagine it, you can see yourself doing it, but having all our best players fit would be really good. I think if those players I mentioned that didn't play in the same team during that, if that Plays for Celtic. Celtic do much better against Shakhtar and Leipzig, and these are the teams we need to sort of target to get points against. So just getting there again and maybe a couple of improvements to this team and the manager staying, hopefully. I think we can do well next year.
0: Show for Jota as well. In the initial
2: was good. Scored against Real Madrid, that
0: free kick. Mm. Celebrated a wee bit too much since we were getting gubbed at the <laughs> time, give but
2: give him
1: a can't judge
0: Can't grudge him it, now. <laughs> Oh, you we did. Stopped yeah. on a cough.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things that we obviously want to talk about. No season is complete without you know the Glasgow derbies. We managed to face a couple of managers this season. Um, any thoughts in Geo? I yeah. don't yeah. think so. <laughs> um, uh, there was one guy that did have some thoughts in Geo though. Esteemed pundit Barry Ferguson. Uh, <laughs> Geo has Celtic boss Postecoglou sussed, and my old Rangers mate has all sorts of ways to beat him. Barry Ferguson that game was 4-0 <laughs> um, <laughs> use the Rangers graphic the one that they produce <laughs> for the doings, just to let their, in case any other fans miss it they feel compelled to put that on social media I say in case you missed the game here's the score <laughs> and they don't put the colour in our badge which is odd um, oh
0: yeah I've never noticed that
1: and <laughs> no they don't no, they, they delete the colour <laughs> Italy. They use the honestly the shittest version they could find <laughs> of the Celtic badge and the best of theirs. Uh, that didn't hold Barry Ferguson back, though. He says, I'll take my Celtic licks, whatever that means. It hurts, but I stand by Geo van Bronckhorst's Sust Assessment. <laughs> so Barry Ferguson obviously reached the very top of the game. Now he's reached the very top of punditry. And we've got a lot of top pundits in the country um, who, you know, there's Tam McManus there football sage Rangers can't afford to sack Van Bronckhurst uh, very next day Sky Sports <laughs> found the dough from somewhere uh, to get rid of them. there they are resplendent with the, the poppies he poppies, yeah. miss it um, so that was Giovanni Van Bronckhurst he comes in but I don't think there's been a Rangers manager in quite a while that I've just wanted to get at quite so much as uh, this next gentleman here <laughs> That's really childish, isn't it? What a cheap laugh that was. What what a face-to-forehead ratio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He 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 came came armed with a catchphrase. It was, um, I didn't create the gap, uh, which is what he he came with. And then Barry Ferguson back on the warpath. Michael Beale stung the ranger's needle? Stopped the Rangers' needle in Ange with his lucky man joust and got exactly what he wanted.
0: Strange Barry Ferguson, isn't he? Uh, strange licks, licks, licks and, and needles. jousts
1: and mm. needles. Uh, Michael Beale has rattled, had Celtic rattled, and his Rangers game plan is the blueprint to beating rivals at the two games in question, 2-2 two, two and 3-2 to Celtic. <laughs> so he's really, he's really got his finger on the pulse here.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom.
1: with the same or more credit than Ange did. Oh, more? This more credit than Ange did, despite putting out the cones for Stephen and Gerrard and, <laughs> and <laughs> having a drink in the Loudoun and then getting appointed Rangers manager, whereas Ange has been a manager for 25 years and won the league beforehand and plenty of other things out with Scotland. It's such a bizarre thing that we had to deal with this season. Ange sort of playing second fiddle and being told he's lucky c- compared to the Rangers manager in his second job.
2: He talks a lot, doesn't he? Doesn't but, uh, lot, yeah. He really backs it up and uh, it's good for us, isn't it? We find that Michael Beals come in, talked a lot of nonsense and when Celtic have had to, they've put him in his place. Like, those results speak for themselves. Yeah, Celtic went really- done it, done it and when we won the league, the gap was wider than they inherited. So he came in, he talked a lot, but he didn't do a lot on the pitch when it mattered and that last game, maybe aye, that's good they can have that one but that just feeds them I don't it,
1: like, have a, I don't even have a graphic for that I just included the games that actually mattered <laughs> you know, once, the, once the league is done they can have that one
2: but that, that's what it's all about But well, the games that mattered Celtic went out and won them and they won them fairly convincingly yes it was by the odd goal but Rangers are getting back into games the one game was that 2-2 at Ibrox if Rangers had won that things might have panned out a bit differently. Celtic still would have won the league, but getting that late goal really killed any sort of momentum they had going into it. And for a guy that talks, it's just, it's always insecurities coming out. He's not a big-name manager. He's trying to be the Steven Gerrard, Jose Mourinho type by all these speeches. But what these guys, what Jose Mourinho done, was back it up in the pitch, and he's
1: not done that. Oh, but there was some terrific... Oh, (laughs) and a round of applause for that. (laughs) There's been some terrific games against Rangers this season. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, for the the 4-0 game, obviously, yeah. we've, all, we've already gone past because we didn't want to talk about Giovanni van Bronckhorst, but that was the end of him, basically. The 4-0 game was amazing. Um, and then the, the, the amount of talking Bill does is extraordinary. I remember the build-up to the, the cup final and the semi-final was all this sort of stuff about the lucky. That's when that came out. This, the amount of
1: spin. Oh, uh, the, that semi-final. Yeah, that, that's we'll uh, that one there, yeah. The one. Oh, and this... <laughs> That cup final? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Like literally every single time it mattered, we battered them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Every single time. Melly's already said, extended the lead by the time the league was clinched. So it went from what nine points to 13 points and then it came off after that. But the amount of both cups and the amount of spin that's happening just now, that it's all going to be different next season. They've never beaten a full strength Rangers (laughs) and stuff like that. It's it's extraordinary, the stuff they came away with. And it's not going to change. It's only going to get worse the, the longer the summer goes on.
1: And that was the pick of them, though, wasn't it, Melly? Beat uh, Rangers at Hamden.
2: Definitely, that was the one where no excuses go into the game. Excuses. It was fifty-fifty split. The both teams had all the players. Rangers finally get their first team out and all that. Celtic went out and beat them in the cup finals, cup semi-finals. These are the times you want to beat them. We've been last season. We got to the cup for the league cup final in the. We didn't get to put them out. We didn't have the pleasure. So even this season, it's so much better sitting in the, the cusp of our travel, knowing we've beat them in the league handily and we've put them out of both Cups. It's it's nice beating them in a Cup final. It's also nice putting them out of the Scottish Cup semis so they don't even have a day to look forward to next weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, uh, the Cup final is probably my favourite game of the season, to be honest. I, I know well, we have a
1: clip. Uh, oh, Yes, Ange! Yes! You fucking simp Yes, Ange! (laughs) Uh, uh. (laughs) <laughs> You're my real dad, Ange. Stitch up. Absolute
0: stitch up. Well, maintain some composure. A bit. Right, I, got, I got carried away. That was that was the game of the end. Of it. I was I was sitting myself. You two were elsewhere in the stadium. I was sitting myself, and I nearly had a heart attack towards the end of the game. <laughs> at the end, by the by the time the final whistle went, I just sat down because everybody stands at hand, and obviously we just stand throughout the game. That was the first time I'd sat down the entire time. I got a wee tap on the shoulder. I look up, and there's a wee old woman standing next to me. He can breathe, no son. <laughs> 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 you've turned purple
1: what game that was brilliant I think the thing about it is the rest of the league is so monumentally terrible that I think going into next season unless there's some vast improvements across the board it's going to be the same story again isn't it Melly? it's going to come down to the games against them
2: probably and look they're trying to screw it in their favour to get the the allocations keeping them down but it just takes away from the game and it means the home team will probably win but Look, Celtic are in a good position right now. No matter what happens over the summer, I think the beating them has given us that edge over them. And look, that cup final one, look, to beat your main rivals and get to lift the cup, is the best game of the season for me as well. I think it's the game you go into. It's the most nervous I've been because you. Would know you
1: rather be playing them tomorrow than Inverness, or are you happy that it's Inverness, an easier path to the treble in theory? Oh, nah.
0: This, this build-up wouldn't have been ideal if we were playing there
1: oh, yeah, with all this, <laughs> it's the, the speculation. <laughs> I
2: think beating them in the League Cup final is perfect because in the lead-up to that game, it was the the 2-2 game had been previously, and it was a fairly even game. So going into that one, it was 50-50, and Celtic came out on top, reminding people that they are the best team. So winning that one then gave us a springboard to go on and win the league there as well. But that game, because it's the final, because it's your main rivals haven't a listen to that if they had to won it would have been unbearable it's unbearable enough when they lose so when we when we go on and beat them, shuts them up for about ten minutes, and then it's the next game, <laughs> yeah. and then right. after the
1: comes out on apology oh, and yeah. says, "You'll see the real Rangers." The real next Rangers time. will turn
2: up next time, and then the next time we, we spank them again. So it's nice shutting them up, doing the talking in the pitch, and getting a nice trophy at the end. Of it as the well. apology
0: promise loop: yeah, but apologize for that one, promise the next
1: one will be much better, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Sorry. That the, the atmosphere at that game, halftime, oh, I'm doing during that game. Oh yeah, that, that's and there are typically. Who, who was there? Who was at the game? What was half time like at that game? Uh, um, the guy had the rocket launcher. <laughs> so he did. Oh, we can't condone that. He had heavy oh, artillery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aye, but that, that was, I, I typically don't like Hamden quite so much for games. It's usually a drab experience, that. But there it was absolutely rocking for the full game, and we battled them. It's probably the best experience I've had at Hamden. Uh, um it's it's weird to think
0: tomorrow. I think that's the first time we've been I've been at Hamden It hasn't been a Rangers game for a while. I, I can't remember last. Maybe Hibs. Maybe I can't I can't remember. But I thought it's really <laughs> but uh, that half time. I've never seen anything quite like it. The song didn't stop from uh, for a single second the entire time. What an experience it was. What colour of flair were you holding?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, were you on a red one? Millie, <laughs> <laughs> the 50-50 split do you want it back? Uh,
2: I like it at Hamden, but see if we could get the behind the goal again at Ibrox and give them a decent thing a decent allocation like, it takes away from the, the spectacle of the game and like, would Celtic score? It's always you get that cheer, then you remember they're there, so you turn to get uh, get it right up them. It's half the fun. Uh, Stephen nearly gave it to the Rangers fans in that last game at Celtic Park, and as well, when Celtic score, or when Rangers score at Celtic Park, the first thing that happens as soon as kick-off is the crowd get behind Celtic again. It's a strange atmosphere, it's crap with no fans, so I want it to get back to a good allocation. There's nothing better than beating them, especially when there's plenty of them in there, because they're going to add to the atmosphere with a bile song, so (laughs) When it gets to that full time whistle, remember the one under Rogers we over the tannoy that Rangers fans will be kept behind, so we just stayed for ages <laughs> singing I, and they I, couldn't they leave?
0: I remember it
2: well. I, that was the one in
1: Cham scored. I, I it was brilliant. We just stayed for just all just walked back along the road and sat back down. One of the yeah. one of the best football days out I've had was it, was it all three of us there was it just me, you, Melly, when Edward scored at I, I was I was I was, was, a, a, yeah. I was absolutely brilliant. it made an impression? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you just didn't inhale the whole time <laughs> I want to see the return to some sort of allocation I think the fact that we've we've killed this as a spectacle uh, we've not well, we, well yeah. we the collective we I yeah they, they get tired of getting beat and, yeah. and they, they killed it as a spectacle who what's a sort of show of claps of that, such a thing who wants the full allocation back and who's quite happy <laughs> I mean, this this sort of the the cinch uh, the we've called it has we um, oh, we didn't call it that no no. no um, the cinches it's called it doesn't really have much to offer the wider football community except these two massive derbies and because they get bad because Lee has scored and they had to put security guards on the post <laughs> the last remember that guy with the football boots <laughs> he said. I unsure. not sure because they had to chase Lee Griffiths down they decided to kill it as a spectacle and I, I'm, I'm completely against it and I want some form of allocation back for them even when Lee Griffiths wasn't on the pitch remember the time he was waving the flag <laughs> it was
0: absolutely tremendous
1: <laughs> uh, uh. Stephen you requested this uh, specifically for the agenda and you wanted to make a case for the defence and, and talk about all uh, the guys on that on that screen there heroes absolute heroes um, unsung you want to have an unsung section yeah. um so I think we'll start with a guy who uh, I genuinely think doesn't get enough credit in this Celtic team. Uh, Greg, shut your whole fat boy.
0: <laughs>
1: <up>. <laughs> really grown into the Celtic shirt, hasn't he? I
0: brilliant. See, if you, I've, not, I've not actually looked in here, but I'm pretty sure if you look back over the, a lot of goals that Celtic have scored this season, Greg Taylor's at the heart of a lot of it, just popping up in that weird sort of, inside left number 10 slash position. So I think just be playing little one-twos with McGregor. He's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And I remember one time, see, when he signed a new contract, we cared so little about it that at the end of a podcast, the music was already playing and I think you used just said to any other business. And I went, oh, by the way, Greg Taylor signed a five-year contract. <laughs> and then it would just cut dead. Now yeah, look at him. Now look at him.
1: Dedicating a whole segment.
0: Needless to <laughs> say, he had the last laugh. But, oh, what? <laughs> What a turnaround! Uh, sensational. One of the—I don't want to overstate it, but I don't, I don't think it can be one of the most important players in this Ange team. To be honest, I've, I've, a lot of talk about is how, how we need to improve there for the Champions League. Maybe, but you could really say that about anybody. The Champions League's.
1: Yeah, it's a quite fun, a catch all that into it. You Aye. can pretty much pick any player on the subject and go, if we want to improve the Champions League, we need to get a better X.
0: Ah, what, yeah, what and I've, I've tried to stop thinking along those lines because I've, I've kind of come to the realisation that you, you don't always appreciate what's right in front of you, what the players are achieving right there. You're always looking beyond that and saying, I but we need better, maybe. But good luck in you no know, having to spend a, a lot of money to replace a guy like Greg Taylor who's going to fit in as well, because we've tried. Burnaby has, has given it his all, but oh, it's good,
2: not quite clicked for him yet. Millie? <laughs> yeah, he's been brilliant. <laughs> Ange?
1: <laughs> uh, i kind of
2: a spoiler of player <laughs> of the year for later on there. <laughs> mm. uh, Greg Taylor's been sensational. Uh, I can't, can't really remember having any poor games. Uh, another guy that just when he's in the team you feel a lot better get injured a couple of times this season and you see when he's out the team really what he means to this this place and like, it's hard for a guy to come in not do so well and turn it around and Greg Taylor's done that like, not a lot of the time like Anthony Ralston done it last season Greg Taylor done it as well towards the end of last season rarely the players turn around the majority of fans and I don't think MD's has got any problems with Graham uh, Graham Taylor <laughs> <laughs> Graham Taylor <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg Taylor even saw so him. England man? Mm. Uh, he's not even alive anymore, is he? No. Yeah. Oh, well. uh, keep a, keep a <laughs> no. Oh Keep it, keep it light, Melly. No, I'm trying to have a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Graham, R.I.P. But uh, Greg Taylor, brilliant.
0: Oh. <laughs> good, good way to round that up there.
1: <laughs> keep an eye on that because dead people in that. <laughs> We'll come on to that. <laughs> to, to take a melee uh, Alistair Johnson, Stephen, I love this guy. I love him. He does not hold back. Seen some of the Rangers games, some of the tackles. He's been a, he's been a brilliant signing, and, and since he arrived, he's absolutely got it.
0: Oh, 100%. Uh, it's, it's one of those kind of weird, quite trite cliches we throw around, such and such gets it. But... but it's usually about kind of guys who've come up and played in the Scottish game for a long time. Uh, guys like, I don't know, like Scott Brown, Barry Robson, Johnny Hayes, inexplicably people say that about. But for, for Alistair Johnson to come in from a, literally a different continent and basically just grab the bull by the horns completely right, straight away, just threw himself into being a, a fully-fledged Celtic player. But I mean, it's good this, even though we're just pointing at players and saying how <laughs> good they've been this season.
1: Do, let's do we've this been, all night. We've been doing this... Sort of thing for how long now? Eight years. Aren't we just sit here and just pick Celtic players, talk about them, and people listen. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> get the guitar, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Melly. AJ. he's ah, been great. I think when uh, Juranovic uh, left, we thought uh, maybe it'll take a couple of months to get into it, and we'll see the best of him next season. A couple of minutes he took to get in it, straight in there. Debut at Ibrox and never looked back since. Uh, Better than Juranovic, I think. He's younger, more <laughs> solid in the tackle. Got a wee bit more about him defensively. We'll see how he gets on going forward. But with the way we we play, fits in perfectly. And I think in years gone by, we can name like Martin O'Neill's defence or the 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 great stracking of Telfer McManus yeah. Caldwell and Naylor all those greats but wow. I think this defence might go on to be a defence that it's going to be difficult for Celtic to, to improve on any of these guys so if we can keep them together next season I think they'll be talked about in those terms in years to come
1: right I want to corner you guys on what I'm going to call uh, the Starfield roller coaster oh. um, because. Starfelt came in, people called him a bomb scare. A lot of people thought he wasn't good enough. Then people started to love the guy and then you two said on a recent podcast that we could do better. Now you love him. I just want you to see here in front of a live studio audience (laughs) (laughs) Do you rate Starfelt? Should we do better? Should he stay or should he go? How do you feel about him?
2: He's charmed me again. I think think, uh, if we can keep these two together in the heart of the defence, I think Celtic will do well. I think I was a bit harsh on him, but when I see him playing now I think he's more assured I think for Celtic to go out and get a better defender would be very difficult and yes he would like him to be better on the ball but we'd all love a defender that can defend be willing to tackle great in air, pass the ball play left sided yeah. that's not going to happen for Celtic so I think if we can keep these two together then we'll be, we'll be fine I think he's he's really been good the last few weeks of the season and I thought that would be the bit where I think nah I think it's done for not done for him but I think we can do better He's went the opposite way with me because when Celtic's defence has looked pretty shambolic over the last three or four weeks, I think he's been the one guy that's looked like a leader back there. So if he's got him and Carter Vickers going into the Champions League next season, I think Celtic will do all right. So he's changed my mind. I
0: always was a fan. Always was a a big Stan. A big (laughs) Starfield Stan. Rubbish. You go back. a straights credibility at one point, though. I remember... (laughs) Now, I remember there was a podcast we did where I was, I was kind of going through all the things he'd done wrong, and I'd just realised how long a list it was. <laughs> I was saying, yes, he might have had an absolute shocker at Hamden. Yes, he might have conceded a ridiculous penalty and yes he might have been sent off in this game but you tell me apart from that what he's done wrong in the <laughs> last six weeks it got to that kind of level with him but I've, I've always liked him and I've always wanted him to do really well mainly just to spite people I just want to be a like contrarian a I, yeah.
1: are, you a, are you a contrarian? no, <laughs> no, no. never picked that up <laughs> um, tr- well, last year what happened was we ran massively over time didn't we I mean by about half an hour so <laughs> try, to keep, try to keep a tight 45 here um, so I'm not going to give my thoughts on Carol Starfelt and CCV even though they're mostly the same as yours because I think we need to reserve a lot of time to talk about uh, well we started this evening's festivities with giving sort of credit and honouring the Queen and I think we should, we should uh, honour the King now yeah <laughs> Now, obviously, this event was planned and (laughs) scripted um, long before the news came out about, you know, Ange Postacoglu and the links to Spurs and all that. We'll get questions about that later on in the podcast, so we don't need to dive right into that. But how good a Celtic manager, Stephen, has this man been? Or no, sorry, I'm breaking my own rule there. How good a Celtic manager is this man?
0: One of the best. One of the best. Um, yep, thank you. A lone clap there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Up there with Neil Lennon. <laughs> well, steady on. Oh, no, no.
0: If he wins a treble, maybe. Oh, he needs to win a treble. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. You... Big
0: opportunity to get in there with Neil Lennon tomorrow. Yeah. Wouldn't like to judge that until he's done that. But no, genuinely, one of the best I've ever ex- experienced in my lifetime supporting Celtic. One of the easiest to get behind very difficult to not get behind them to be honest the way he speaks about football the way he speaks about life the way he speaks about the support the club everything
1: the way he speaks about links to Tottenham Hotspur
0: yeah the way way he refuses to speak about the way he refuses when he could just say I'm
1: not going I'll keep my powder dry I won't (laughs) Just tell us you're not leaving, Ange. That's what I want. Yeah,
0: but all that, all that said, I mean, we've we've had it all before with Brendan Rogers and all that. But this feels very genuine compared to the yeah. smelling the mints and meeting people in the Clyde Tunnel that told him he's.
1: I, a, I uh, think that's. I, of fresh say, air. I think that's part of the problem. I think part of the problem at the moment is Ange he, Brendan Rogers, If he was linked to a job or when he's linked to a job, would sit down in front of you and go, Danny McGrane, as long as I'm here you're, <laughs> and I'm not leaving, and you would believe him. I think the trouble, I think the problem with Ange Melly is he's maybe too honest. He's too honest to sit here and go, you know what, I see my future at Celtic, blah, blah So he's trying to bat these questions away as best he can. But I think, I think he's he's handling himself as best as he possibly could. Focusing on the team, focusing on the cup final. He's saying this is what the fans want me to do. They want me to focus on the game tomorrow. It would be out of the question for me to focus on anything else and given the circumstances I think that's all you can ask because he's been brilliant for us he was the perfect manager at the perfect time
2: oh he was we couldn't have done any better round of applause for that (laughs) (laughs) if Melly said it (laughs) It, he was we couldn't have done any better well said (laughs) (laughs) Melly
1: pathetic ah okay I write all all his best stuff (laughs) It's been
2: unbelievable for Celtic. As we've said, look, Celtic could have went out and got Eddie Howe, and like, he probably would have would have been a good manager. Right. But uh, he didn't want to come because uh, he didn't have everything he needed in place. Ange came by himself and blew this country away. And he's the kind of guy that like, he ticks every box for Celtic. He does. He's genuine. He doesn't come in with a bullshit about supporting Celtic all his life and all that. He's honest about where he is and where he comes from and why why he's here. He doesn't feed us anything and. He's great with the press as well because he doesn't take it from them. If he was to take his eye off the ball for a second and start speaking about this Tottenham job, then it could have an effect on the players and it would start that circus that's already in place. So he's trying to keep the focus on the game tomorrow, Try to focus on Celtic season because he'll want to win the treble no matter what. His aim at the start of the season will be to win a treble. and I just love the guy. I hope he stays here for a long time. As Stephen says, he teaches me a lot about football. He teaches me a lot about life, and I think the players have said it multiple times. Joe Hart said it recently. Like the players come in, try to be better players, but also try to be better people around this guy. And, like, he's perfect for Celtic. I hope he stays. I hope he stays forever. And like, you can rate him in terms of where he is, but he's up there with Martin O'Neill for that. My... a bit
1: morbid again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But he's up there with Martin O'Neill, my, my favourite <laughs> managers. And look, uh, uh, if he stays next season, he'll probably overtake that, to be honest. What Martin O'Neill done was brilliant and built the foundations for this. But what Andrew's doing with this Celtic team is incredible because I get to watch good football every single week. The Spurs thing, he, he can't say anything just now. I think we are ultra-sensitive
0: to this and we are desperate to hear one answer one way or another, of course. I think football fans are just generally like that. But that's how managers speak. They're never going to speak in absolutes. They're never going to come out and say, I'm definitely going to be here next season because it knows how quickly things can change. The press when they print that anyway. Yeah, I th- I can't think of really any managers who would come out and categorically state they're definitely going to be at a club next season, apart from when Neil Lennon said it during the COVID season. <laughs> <laughs> Neil
1: Lennon, 800 points was, behind Rangers,
0: <laughs> He said, when I'm here in four years' time, actually come out and said that. So that's the kind of manager who comes Washington out and says Andrews things can't. like that. <laughs> that. That's the type of manager who comes out and says stuff like that. So I, I'm... I was gonna say I'm relaxed about it, I'm absolutely not, but I'm not I'm not expecting anything from him one way or another until the, the final's over
1: with. Look, we've got a final tomorrow, and that's that's obviously a chance for Angie to see the treble. I think we're all pretty confident. You, you don't want to overthink it, you know, you've been stung like things like this before. Um but I think the treble is fitting for a manager of Angie's stature. I think I think that, that's what he deserves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <you are>. Unbelievable. <laughs> My he man. Here, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mate. so it's been a pretty successful season for Celtic. Um, we're on the verge of a treble. We've signed some fantastic players. we have beaten Rangers every single time when it matters. Uh, that came as a shock to someone. Barry Ferguson. He said, um, <laughs> "Michael Beale bringing back Rangers tradition of brown brogues." <laughs> we'll see them a shoo-in for success. Wow. Uh, And on that, get yourselves to the bar and we'll be back for the second half in half an hour.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.